1: Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please What you are about to hear is the sound of the revolution
2: Are you afraid of it? And we're back Hey, you're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav.
3: Another week, nice. another show
1: <laughs> Super Love it
3: I'm looking you in the eyes Yes
1: This is So exciting! (laughs) Right? For over 16 years, feeding your outdoors addiction. Whenever you're ready, guys. Wow.
4: Would you guys like to play a little game of What's causing the problem? Might be something contagious.
1: Now, the revolution with Jim and Trav begins. Good to go! (laughs) Mm -hmm, Whatever. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Are you eyeballing me with those baby blues? Are you? Sir,
3: no, sir. The hood. Yes, sir. Because uh, we got Captain Mike Anderson on oh. the show today. And this guy's awesome. He's going to take us fishing. I think we're going to go after Tarpon. Uh, Tarpon, yeah. He's going to be joining us in just a second. He is the host of Real Animals, at sportsman channel, Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern time, swab. If he was in the Army, because he was in the Air Force. I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> it's it not like he was a sailor. <laughs> so, Captain Mike Anderson, he's going to be this is here. This going well. Yeah, he's going to be here for a doubleheader right after him, though. Hey, we got Brandon Nelson. He's a co-host of Adventure Hunter. Yeah, that's Sportsman Channel as well, Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. He's going to tell us how we can live a sustainable nomadic lifestyle and hunt and fish the country for only about $200,000. Yeah. So, yeah. it's going to be and, amazing. And you can herd goats anywhere. But you know what? Once you spend that $200,000, you're set for life. Yes. You literally have a home you can travel the country with and just hunt and fish. If it's going to be fill really it nice. up with $3 gallon gas. Yeah, and Cat Daddy's going to tell us that we need to build an ark. Yeah. <laughs> The water's <laughs> rising. It's bad here in Kansas. Seriously, the flooding is terrible. It is. Off in the eastern part of Kansas, although we've got it right here in our valley. We've got uh, a lake started. Uh, it's not good, guys. So, Cat Daddy's going to stop by with some terrible news and also <laughs> talk a little catfishing. Yep. It's going to be a good show. We're talking Conquer the Wild. Conquer the Wild on this week's show. I think we ought to get to Captain Mike. That's right.
1: Sir, no, sir! We're conquering the wild this week. Now launching into a two-part interview with Michael Anderson, host of Real Animals on Sports. Sportsman Channel. This is part one.
3: All right, so we're just now being joined by Captain Michael Anderson. Hello. Captain Mike, he's the host of Real Animals Sportsman Channel, Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, you gotta tell me this, man. You're like the fishing version, in my opinion, of Ron Perlman.
5: That's a new one. I haven't got Ron <laughs> Perlman before, but uh.
3: it's just like you're kind of this you know, like strapping, cool guy. You know, like kind of like the guy that everyone looks up to. You know, that's who you and know, never just, wants to mess with. He's like, God, this has got really awkward. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so all right, Captain Mike, I've always wanted to go tarpon fishing. Aren't they also called silver kings, or do I have that wrong?
5: No, you do. You have it right. Their their moniker is the Silver King, and I try to tell people that uh, you don't just get a moniker of the Silver King by accident. Yeah. That's a moniker that's very well earned, and down here in West Central Florida, we actually just kicked off tarpon season. Just really kind of exploded here on this last moon, and uh, they're everywhere. The beaches, the passes, and uh, it's really been exciting, so so far, it's kicked off to a pretty good season.
2: Yeah. Now, when you're tarpon fishing, I know uh, a lot of times uh, people sight cast for them. Is that what you do?
5: Well, we do a little bit of we do a little bit of both. Um, you know, if you're fishing the beaches or the shallow flats, then you can sight fish them. You can fly fish them, spin fish them. Um, we also have some deep passes around here. You know, we're not. I'm about an hour and a half north of Boca Grande. Um, Boca Grande is, you know, probably the most famous tarpon grounds, uh, on the planet. And, uh, you know, all up and down the west coast of Florida, we have these big passes here at Tampa Bay, the Egmont Channel, Sunshine Skyway Fishing Bridge. And a lot of times on the, on the new and full moon, what happens is, is we get a huge crab flush mm. and the tarpons show up at these passes to, to eat and get, their feed on before they run off short of spawn. Um, and these crab flushes are really incredible. We actually get there early with dip nets and dip up some crabs and use those crabs as bait. Uh, and then once they, those tarpon really start to feed well, then we do drifts through the bridges and through the passes. Uh, and that's how we catch those tarpon. So, you know, you can sight fish them shallow, you can drift fish them deep, you know, sometimes you just you know, we're, we're, we're sitting on the beach corked up with thread fins because they're not showing good. You really can't see if the wind blowing out of the west and our beach gets dirty. You kind of got to just sit and let them find your baits. Uh, cut bait works really well as well. So sometimes guys will just put five, six, seven rods out in all directions on the beach if they're on some kind of highway there where the, the tarpon, you know, travel a lot. So there's a lot of different ways to catch them. And it's all good. I've been doing this for. Uh, I've been guiding twenty one years uh, this July. Wow! And I tell people. I tell people all the time. If you see me fighting a tarpon, and by you know fighting a tarpon, I mean a fish a hundred plus pounds. There's a camera on somewhere. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'd rather be in a back pond somewhere catching the little fellas, you know, the fifteen twenty pounders. But uh, it's a great fish, and, and like I said. The, the Silver King moniker is well deserved for sure,
3: yeah, now <clears throat> I was talking to a guy, and he said, you know something like only one in five hook sets is actually a success because they have a real bony mouth. is that right?
5: That is true, you know they're they're a scavenger they they eat uh you know some of the preferred they like crabs, you know they just engulf the crabs as they drift through these passes. You know, with the pinchers and the sharp edges and, you know, catfish, cut catfish, if you believe it or not, is a really good bait. Out really? Out of beaches. Yeah. And, and so they, they've they got a really, really bony mouth. It's, uh, it's an incredible thing. I, I tell people all the time, you know, don't just go stick your hand in there. They don't have any teeth, but their mouth is like sandpaper. Mm. Um, so we wear gloves when we land them and, and all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's a, I always tell people, and I've had days, we shot a show many, many years ago, probably 12, 13 years ago down in Boca Grande. Um, and we were using lures and the bite was phenomenal. We hooked 17 fish in wow. one afternoon. Holy cow. And we, and we landed zero. <laughs> Seriously? Throwing, their, their, their head shake is so violent. Oh. If you don't, if you don't have the right tackle, you know, it's one of those fish that the tackle is really, really important. You, you know, we catch a lot of fish here on the west coast of Florida that are 150, 160, 170 pounds. Yeah, my biggest is 202 pounds. So, wow. if you get a 150 pound fish and it's on the beach where there's only one, you know, there's only one direction for that fish to go on the beach. You're at eight or nine, ten foot of crystal clear water on the beach. That fish is coming up and out, mm. and they, their head shake is so violent and so epic that if you don't have a rod with a stiff enough tip that when he eats, you can kind of get that hook set in there good, you're going to lose that battle. That fish is going to throw that hook, throw the lure, you know, whatever your presentation of choice is, it's it's coming back at you. So, yeah, they have a very bony mouth. It's a cool fish.
3: Yeah. Now, once again, talk with uh, Captain Mike Anderson. He's a host of Real Animals Sportsman Channel, Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern time. It's such an awesome show. People really need to tune in uh, and watch it. Your story is really interesting, man. You come from central Wisconsin. You're in the Air Force, which thank you for your service, sir, uh, for about seven years. Now you wind up in Tampa Bay, and you're a guide. You've done just about everything, man. I'm silly
5: blessed. You know, <laughs> people ask me all the time. I, just, I don't even... Sometimes I, I, when I walk across the street, I look like four times back and forth because I'm afraid that this is just too good to be true. <laughs> uh, I have, I have a beautiful wife. I've got two daughters. I've got three grandkids. Wow. You know, living in, my wife is born and raised here in Florida and it's, uh, you know, getting to do something that I'm this passionate about for a living, being a guide here for, you know, 21 years and then, you know, being able to share those experiences through the radio, through the TV, it I, I don't know how it gets any better. I, I don't want anybody to ever take it away from me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you bet. Hey, we got to take a break. Can you
3: stick around? You bet. All right. Hey, we're talking with Michael Anderson. He's the host of Real. Animal. Yeah, Sportsman Channel. That is Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you watch it. Uh, this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network and My Outdoor TV. Uh, now, Mr. Mike, Captain Mike, uh, if we want to learn more about you, real animals. Also, if we want to catch you uh, on the radio, you're on two stations. I Heart channels there. Uh, in Florida. Where can we uh, learn more about you, buddy?
5: Uh, 970 WFLA. That's our two-hour live Saturday morning show. That's on 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then Sunday mornings, uh, we are the T. Mahoney Company Real Animals Radio Show on 95-3 WDAE and AM 620. Again, that's seven to nine on Sunday mornings, and both of those are available on the iHeart app. You can catch them uh, on iHeart Radio there, and, uh, you can always go to realanimals.com. All the information's up there on the website that would be guiding, uh, almost every week. Uh, you know, I've got stories from the trips that week and kind of got my finger on the pulse of what's going on in west central florida as far as the bike goes you bet
1: hey more michael anderson right after this don't go anywhere most people agree that listening to us is almost always better than being beaten with a five pound salami <laughs> the revolution with jim and trav on air and online at jim and trav.com stay tuned the revolution will be right back
6: Spend a night in the country every Monday in May. It's Country Outdoors live with hosts Nick Hoffman and Mary O'Neill Phillips and special live performances from Nashville's top artists, Tim Montana, Travis Denning, Drake White, and Low Cash. Country Outdoors Live, every Monday
1: in May at 8 Eastern on Outdoor Channel presented by fran high mountain seasonings has all your spring and summer grilling needs specifically designed for game and fish try our 16 different shaker seasonings and look for our new rub line in the large bottles don't forget to try our new finishing sauces find us on the web at www.himtnjerky.com or look for the bucking horse logo at a retailer near you We're back. It's the revolution with Jim and Trav and Conquer the Wild.
0: Ah, thank you.
1: Let's get back to Michael Anderson, host of Real Animals on Sportsman Channel, Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at myoutdoortv.com. Here's part two. Hey, we are back. We're talking Conquer the Wild in this week's show, and the guy that can really
2: conquer the wild is our guest, Mike Landerson Captain Mike That's what you have to call him.
3: Real Animals Sportsman Channel I call him Saturdays sure. 2 p.m. Eastern Time You salute with both hands I like you. do uh, Unless then I fall out of the boat Unless you're holding Your fishing pole Then you salute And like kick a leg Or do something <laughs> like that um, Now is it kind of like All of the perfect conditions You know Where you're at I would think the water temperature has to be one of the main benefits for the tarpon because they really like that. I, I mean, it's kind of a big range, but like that mid-70s to upper 80s, like 87, 88. Don't they like that, let's say, 75 to 86-degree temperature water?
5: Well, you know, I, I really, for west-central Florida, all of our species – that water temp lays in that 75 to 85 degree range. Yeah. And everything is, and everything is alive. I tell people all the time, April, May and June, the best three months, October, November, you know, late September can still be a little warm, but it can't be very fishy because our fish transition a bunch. You know, a lot of our fish are very accustomed to tropical weather, if you will. Yeah. They like warmer climates, you know, snook. Redfish are cold water tolerant. Speckled trout are cold water tolerant. But as far as, you know, our our prime game fish, our tarpon are seasonal. Our big season is usually May and June. The last couple of years we've had a great tarpon bite in April because we've had Mm. really mild winters. And this winter was a little bit different. We had, we didn't have crazy cold weather, but we had extended cool. A little bit longer term, you know, time wise, uh, this year. And that, that tarpon bite didn't crank up in April like it has the last couple of years. This year it went back to the more traditional kind of firing off 1 May to 15 May and, and things have been, you know, getting better daily. So, um, yeah, you're, you're spot on. That water temp is critical for a lot of these fish. They know what's going on length of day. Things like that, these fish know that it's time to go to spawn. It's time to do their thing. So uh, it's it's pretty exciting here on the west coast of Florida.
2: Yeah. Now, uh, we've been talking a lot about tarpon, but uh, do you also fish for snook and uh, permit and so forth?
5: I mean, that that's a that, big fishery there, isn't it? Absolutely. Our snook fishery is outstanding. Um, the permit fishing here is, is world class. We always try to do a couple of permit shows. I really cut my teeth in the fishing business. Um, I got started in the whole thing. I was just a, you know, a guy who loved the outdoors growing up in central Wisconsin. My dad, my uncle was a four-time World Walleye fishing champion on the PWT. My dad oh, wow. retired from my dad retired from Mercury Outboards up there, so he fished the Merc National and a lot of, you know, local tournaments. So I've been fishing since I was a little kid. Yeah. And then when I got down here, Fishing, you know, just kind of was in my blood. My wife loved to go to the beach, so I started wade fishing the beaches and just kind of learning this gig. And then they started professional redfish tournaments, mm. and I've always been competitive as a big athlete in high school. Played some basketball overseas when I was in the military. So, wow, you know, I'm like, we can compete and fish. <laughs> Novel idea. <laughs> yes. This sounds good to me. So um, That's really how the whole thing started. I I had no plans on doing TV, doing radio, even taking people fishing for a living, being a guide. Um, But what happened was I started fishing tournaments and I realized you could get sponsors if you were a captain. So I thought, well, by golly, I'm going to go get my captain's license and I'm going to become a captain and, and I'll fish more tournaments. And then You got some buddies who were captains, who were guides, were like, hey, you're pretty good at this thing, you know, I could use it on this group trip, and the next thing you know, it just kind of grew, and now it's out of control, and now I eat, sleep, and breathe fishing, and life is good
3: (laughs) now wife's still at the beach yeah he forgot her because he was winning trophies (laughs) Uh, now can people book a trip with you are you completely booked up for this year are you booking like this fall next year what are you doing
5: yeah most of the stuff i'm booking now i'm booked through july wow Uh, and then i the summertime does get hot the good news about the summer is Um, the, the bite in the, in the deeper water really pays off for us, even inshore, like in the shipping channel here in Tampa Bay, the mangrove snapper bite, uh, the grouper bite grouper season opens here one June, all those things kind of fire off as the shallows get really warm. A lot of that deeper water stuff goes off. So yeah, we, we book trips year round and I stay about three or four months booked out. Mm Um, but the good news is I've got about 35 full-time guides on staff. Wow. So as people, when people do call and say, Hey, we're in town. We've seen the show. We'd love to go fishing with you. When I'm booked, I can at least send them with, you know, some people that I know. There's probably a thousand or 1500 guides here in the Tampa Bay area. But, you know, as we all know in all lines of work, there's probably 40, 50, 60 of them that I'd pay to fish with. So we try to make sure those people come and that. Wanted to fish with me, we make sure they end up in in the hands of a good quality full-time charter captain.
3: Now, have you ever had, you know, people watch the show again, Real Animals, Sportsman Channel, Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. You've got, I don't know, I'm just throwing out a number, maybe 48 hours worth of filming that go into an episode. It's a tremendous amount of work to produce it, to film it, everything. And so you have these clients they are like, man, I saw you on this episode. And when they go out, that's what they expect. You're like, dude, that was condensed. You know, (laughs) know, the the expectations, especially on a guide, that is tough. You better be a good talker some days.
5: Uh, Have you ever had that? Oh, it's, it's funny that you bring that up because that's, there might not be a truer statement. I've had people like, uh, you know, uh, we saw you catch like 37 fish in 30 minutes on TV, bro. So, uh, you know, we haven't caught three and it's been all day. What's the deal? Um, yeah, you know, it happens all the time. And, and it's funny too because it's, you know, you can feel it in your customers. You can feel they're like, man, this is kind of slow. And I'm like, you know what? We told you the tides ain't great today, and you know, this wouldn't be a day that I would pick to film because it's it's just. And again, you know how fishing is, guys. I mean, I tell people all the time, you can look at your book and say, okay, hey, new moon, the tides are good, water temps right, everything's perfect. We're gonna crush them. Yeah. And you go out there and you catch some fish, but you're like, man, eh, it wasn't that great. Then I've had days where I'm like, listen, we just had a cold front. It's going to blow 25 out of the north tomorrow. Those fish are not going to chew. And I've had guys like Captain Mike, we've been on the book with you for six months. We're in from Ohio. We don't have anything else to do. Just take us fishing. We don't care. We just want to be on the water. we got two foot of snow where we live. Take us fishing. And then I take them fishing and we crush it. And the whole time they're looking at me like, you're an idiot. This is fun. What are you talking about? Why did you want to cancel the trip? And I'm like, "Ah, Mother Nature's in charge. You know, you... As so much time as we spend on the water, in the woods, all that stuff that we love to do, Mother Nature is always in charge. You bet.
2: Hey, we got to leave it right there. We're talking with Michael Anderson, the host of Real Animals on Sportsman's Channel, Saturdays at 2 o'clock Eastern Time. And this
3: has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV and MyOutdoorTV.com. Now, our previous seasons of Real Animals on uh, My Tour TV?
5: They are not, but they will be soon. We're working on that now. So Yeah,
3: start hounding the people in my outdoor TV. Say, get real animals on here right away because I want to stream all of the seasons. Uh, But make sure you do watch it, though. Sportsman Channel, Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Captain Mike, to learn more about you, real animals, to catch you on the radio, man, Uh, to get some tips from you, learn about your partners, where can we find you online?
5: You can always go to realanimals.com. That's R E E L, realanimals.com. All the information's up there on the website. And uh, listen, guys, I really appreciate you having me. Uh, you guys are a blast, a ton of energy, and. Uh uh, hopefully we'll get to do it again. Of course.
2: As a matter of fact, uh, when you're negotiating on my Outdoor TV, don't use our name. No,
3: don't at all because <laughs> they don't like us. Uh, coming up, coming up next, we have Brandon Nelson. He is the co-host, Adventure Hunter. That Sportsman Channel Mondays, eight thirty p.m. Eastern Time. Captain Mike, you're so awesome. God bless you. Thanks for coming on, buddy.
5: Have a great day, fellas. Appreciate you.
1: Here's Mrs. Bunny with some Bass Basics.
4: Bass Basics. When it comes to food, largemouth bass are called bucket mouths for a reason. They will eat a wide variety of prey, but the top three choices would have to be baitfish, crawfish, and frogs. Due to the size of their carnivorous mouths, bass can eat prey up to half the size of their body length in some cases. The great thing about largemouth bass is that you can catch them on a wide variety of lures from topwater to plastics and minnow baits to live baits.
1: The Revolution with Jim and Trav. The first choice for outdoor radio. Connect now at JimandTrav.com and get the inside edge on all things outdoors with archive shows, fire bust, Jim's blog, Trav's Take, Mrs. Bunny, and a whole lot more. JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The Revolution will be right back.
7: The Texas Motor Speedway has always been a special place. From the asphalt to the whitetail woods. A lot of the times we'll do things away from the track. NASCAR driver Jeb Burton lives a double life on the racetrack and off the beaten path.
3: Going to a track where you've had success just builds confidence leading into the weekend. We hear something coming up, and I see it's my target buck that I'm going after.
7: Crossroads with the Burtons, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on Sportsman Channel.
6: Big ideas come alive when you're backyard ready. Discover the very best in outdoor living all in one place. We're ready when you're ready at GameAndFishMag.com forward slash Backyard.
1: Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav and our Conquer the Wild broadcast. Now here's another two-parter with Brandon Nelson, co-host of Adventure Hunter on Sportsman Channel, Mondays 8.30 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. Hey, we are back. We're
2: talking Conquer the Wild of this week's show. Before the break, we had Michael Anderson on. And, of course, he has a program
3: called Real Animals on Sportsman's Channel. Sundays at 2 o'clock Eastern Time. That's right. Just now being joined by Brandon Nelson. He is the co-host and co-producer at Venture Hunter's Sportsman Channel. Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. He is somewhere traveling the countryside in his awesome van. Mr. Brandon, how's it going, buddy?
8: It's going good, man. Thanks for having me on this morning. I appreciate it.
3: Yeah, well, looking at your website, holy cow, you got him mercedes van
2: that you outfitted
8: yeah so we convert these sprinter vans we also do ford vans and a few other things but yeah the conversion side of things is pretty aggressive these vehicles are second to none and you could literally live in these things which is what me and jim are doing currently traveling around living in our van
3: see that's what i kind of wanted to pick your brain about man Uh, You know, the way things have gone of recent has just been chaotic. You know, money is tight. Mortgages are high. uh, You know, kind of people's jobs are in peril. A lot of people like to travel, though. And if you had one of these adventure vans, um literally you could kind of travel with the seasons you could go up to alaska you could go i mean when the borders open you could go to canada but all over the u.s and down into mexico man you could this really could be your home on wheels and it could transition with the seasons to keep up with fishing dates hunting dates you could really live nomadically in one of these vans
8: 100 yeah these things are fully built out to Be off grid one hundred percent of the time. Your power comes from the sun, your water comes from any local water source. You can have a reverse osmosis system, you can have whatever water system you want. Wow. You pull water out of the dirtiest, nastiest water in downtown LA and you can be drinking it five minutes later. Um yeah. And as long as this land is continuous, you're good. You're you're good all the way up to North America, all the way to Antarctica and everything in between. Um, there's so much you can do with these things. They're extremely versatile. And I personally was able to live in mine for over five years. No, uh, really? Yeah. Before I was married, (laughs) uh, the wife, you know, she kind of had some things to say about that, but I was able to live a lifestyle that genuinely was true to who I was. I was off grid. Every weekend during the week, I was living in my van in my in the parking lot at my at my job. Really, it was yeah. It was pretty awesome time. Now,
3: for like you and Jim, you were talking about the solar because not only is that eco-friendly, it is also fabulous that you don't have to go to like a KOA if there is a KO anymore, you know, and plug in and get your utilities and stuff like that. So you, you put these solar panels and then you store the energy. You have batteries. That way you could actually have a cooktop. You could have a microwave. You could have all the modern conveniences of a home in your van right
8: correct yeah Wow. as long as you have a a robust solar system soaking in those juices you have a battery bank that has maybe two three four deep cycle batteries and then that funnels into a to an inverter we use uh magnum inverters and they're the best in the biz and we convert that energy into usable power for your fridge your lights your cooktop anything you want and uh Yeah, it's pretty awesome system. That is cool. Mm -hmm. It's like
3: buying a house. Kind of going back, you know, we we put the cart before the horse here. You started Adventure Company, I don't know, six, seven years ago, something like that. Uh, And you started decking these out. And like you said, this wasn't like, oh, I'm going to do this. No, you lived in your damn van for five years. You know what a van needs. And then uh, you also worked with GoPro. Um, you know so you, you already have that cool adventure filming background uh, then you had the adventure company which you sold you still do marketing sales everything like that for adventure company then you start yeah. adventure hunter with Jim Kinsey and the, the neatest thing when you guys first had this concept I was thinking they're going to travel the world in vans you know <laughs> and like they're not going to be able to do this and then I see the rugged places you guys go and how beefy and badass your vans are I'm like dude this is so cool.
8: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, you know, going back to the start of things, it was for me, I did not want to pay the rental fees up in the Bay area. I'm from central California. I went up to the Bay area for a job at GoPro, which was a dream job. And yeah. I genuinely could not afford the rent up there. So I'm like, Hey, I'm going to buy a van. I'm going to throw a mattress in it. And I'm going to live in it. So that's what I did. I parked in the parking lot. They had showers there. They had all the amenities. There were snacks. I was totally fine. And on the weekends, I would drive down back to my parents house. I would go into my buddy's shop and we would start converting this thing. And that's how it started. It took a handful of years to get this thing kitted out, but my van was kind of the template first van that we ever built out for the company. And from there, it blossomed and people were coming to us left and right. And we were just telling them like, Hey, we're, we don't know what the heck we're doing. We're, we're kind of guessing here, but. You know, five, six, seven years later, here we are, and we have a a tenured craftsman building these things out for us, and it's the best you could buy.
2: You bet. Hey, Brandon, we've got to take a break. Can you stick around? Absolutely. All right. Hey, we're talking with Brandon Nelson. He's a co-host of
3: Adventure Hunter on Sportsman's Channel Mondays at 830 Eastern Time. That's right. Coming to the woods near you in a van. (laughs) Brandon Nelson, Uh, to learn more about you guys, Adventure Hunter, such an awesome series with uh, you, Mr. Brandon, and Jim Kenzie. But to learn more about Adventure Hunter, your partner's adventure company as well. Where can we find you guys online?
8: Yeah, you can find us online at www.adventure.co. That's our website. shows everything you need to know. And if you want any info on how to build out your dream band, you can email Allison. She's the best in the biz getting you dialed in for what we can do for you. Uh, Her email is just info at adventure.co.
2: You bet. Brandon Nelson, right after this. Don't go anywhere. Hey, hey, hey. Yo, yo, it's Travi Elk and the Cow Hunters. Is it true, Trav, you actually keep Michael Waddell's hair and make little dolls out of it? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Who told you that?
4: Oh, I did.
6: Michael Waddell, you are my Justin Bieber, Michael.
1: you in my trunk Ah! and cover you in real treat oh my gosh it's michael waddell
9: hey everybody this is michael waddell with bone collector television on outdoor channel you listen to my buddies jim and trav my all-time favorite podcast and radio shows.
6: savor the finer things in life hunting fishing and eating every adventure starts in the field and ends on the fork Join epic outdoorsmen Steve Ranella, Daniel Vitalis, and Tommy Gomes as they hunt, fish, and forage around the world to create the perfect meal. I could eat the snot out of this thing all day long. The most mouth-watering night in Outdoor Channel history.
1: Taste of the Wild. Mondays beginning at 7 on Outdoor Channel. Conquer the Wild is on the revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, back to Brandon Nelson, co-host of Adventure Hunter on Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at yamahamotorsports.com. This
2: is part two. Hey, we are back. We are talking conquering the wild. And if I
3: was going to conquer the wild in anything, it would be in an adventure van. That's right. Make sure you watch Adventure Hunter. Follow along. Uh, Buckle up for a ride. Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time alongside Mr. Jim Kenzie. Now, Jim, he's like the ultimate hunter. Such a great guy. Been in the outdoors for a long time. Uh, Just really neat. You come from the heart of California, man. Were you a hunter your entire life, or is this something you kind of picked up along the way? I mean, when when did that come to fruition?
8: Yeah, great question. Um, you don't think off the top of your head, you're not like, oh, California kid going out hunting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that would have been my first thought, too. So real briefly, the way that my family got into it is someone at my grandparents' church Hmm. invited my grandpa hunting one day, and my grandpa was absolutely hooked. It was his new dream. His new goal in life was to own a cattle ranch and a hunting ranch. Really? And so from Who doesn't? Then, it, yeah. From, from then on, he worked his butt off, and in his 50s, he saved up enough money to be able to buy a ranch and <laughs> – that was when I was one years old, and now he, my dad, grew up hunting, and I've obviously been able to grow up hunting in that same space on his ranch, and that's how I got into hunting. And the ranch is not even in California, so there you go with that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've been blessed, so blessed to be able to go up, grow up hunting, and and learning how to handle a ranch and move cows and ride horses and, and do all that good stuff. But also, I've had the other side of things where I can go. I grew up surfing. I was homeschooled, so I didn't have traditional sports. I was surfing every day, skateboarding, and growing up um, with a little bit of a different tradition than than most would expect.
3: Yeah, you, you would kind of fall into that. You know, you think California, okay, check he lives in his van check he skateboards check he surfs <laughs> you know you wouldn't think you know that falls into that uh stereotype of what people think uh but you're totally. also a hunter he's a rancher
8: <laughs> that's so cool <laughs> man <laughs> yeah and and all of this is attributed to that one guy my my grandpa's friend in church just you know it was all about a kind-hearted guy that invited one of his friends out on a hunting trip and that's that's how all these things start. It's, you know, camaraderie. It's inviting people out with you and having a good time. And from there, things blossom. And it created a life for me that I would, I would literally be fine doing nothing else the rest of my life and be happy.
2: Yeah, well, when you're out there and you're traveling, do you guys ever marathon drive to get from one destination to another and not really just stop over in a rest area?
8: Funny story. Uh, me and my buddy Chris Burkhard, we live in the same general area in central California. We had a trip last year to go out to the Great Sand Dunes National Park mm. and it was the, the height of COVID. And so you have to either prep everything and not stop anywhere or you have to like quarantine your whole entire body with everything to go into just a gas station or a grocery store. Yeah. So what we did was we, packed in everything in the van as best as we could, and we marathon tripped all the way out to Colorado. And we made one stop on the entire drive for groceries and anything else we needed. And that was the only stop we made other than gasoline. That was the only stop we made. And we, because of that, we were able to limit ourselves in contact with other people and stay safe during that time. Um, But yeah, that was that was a barge. I, I think I peed in a bottle while I was driving. <laughs> hey, Ooh,
3: who doesn't? I'm sure your wife was so proud. <laughs> yeah.
8: Well, actually, I didn't mention that one to her, so maybe hold off on that one. <laughs> yeah.
2: did, did you lift up the seat?
8: <laughs> She's like, yep. That's,
2: exactly.
3: That's yeah. my husband. <laughs> all right. So what is all new? You know, if people haven't watched Adventure Hunter, is it on my outdoor TV the first season?
8: It will be on my outdoor TV in July, so oh, I don't know sweet. the exact date, but in July it'll be available there for everybody to watch. Yeah, and I think it'll last for about six months, and then season two pops on the Sportsman Channel.
3: That's what I was gonna say. You know, people could catch it now. Adventure Hunter Sportsman Channel Mondays eight thirty p.m. Eastern Time in July. They're gonna drop. You'll be able to marathon that first season. Get totally geared up for the second season. Kind of give us a rundown before we get to a break, man. Uh, what are we looking forward to second season Adventure Hunter with you and Jim Kinsey?
8: Oh, I mean, holy crap. It's a full-blown marathon. It's a great word for it. It's so exciting. It's every single little bit of dream that I've had in my 30-plus years of living is all coming to fruition on these TV show episodes. So. Um, I mean, we're heading out to Montana. I'm driving out to Montana and meet up with Jim. We're going on a bear hunt. Then we're going to Idaho. We're going to hit up another bear hunt. And then from there in three weeks, less than three weeks, we're heading out to Hawaii. Um, and we're going to do four rams spear fishing. We're going to meet up with some locals. We're going to do a, a local Hawaiian meal cooked out of the van. We're, we're renting over there. We're going to hit up axis gear. um, Jim's going over to the East Coast to do some spearfishing, potentially down to Mexico. Uh, we're looking at Alaska for, to like blacktail. There's just so many different things that were, that are on the cards for this year. And that's <laughs> just to name a few to tease you guys out a little bit.
2: Well, it looks as though you need to set up your oil changes along the way because you're going to be traveling
8: a whole lot. It's hilarious. Mercedes Sprinter vans can go forever. Without needing an oil change, which is crazy. And to me, I was like floored the last time I got an oil change. Like, oh, you didn't need an oil change yet. I'm like, bro, it's been like 20,000 miles. He's like, yeah, these things are good to go. I'm like, that, that's a little bit absurd. I'm like, I'm going to blow this thing up. <laughs> All right. So So.
3: we got to get to a break, man. Coming up next, who we got, Jimbo? Hey, coming up next, we got Cat Daddy. That's right. uh, The Kansas Cat Man. Again, though, watch Brandon Nelson, Jim Kenzie, Adventure Hunter, Sports of Channel, Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, YamahaMotorsports.com. Again, Mr. Brandon, to learn more about you, Jim Kenzie, Adventure Hunter, and also Adventure Company. And what's your wife's? Yeah, where can we find you guys online?
8: Uh, Yeah, you can find us on Instagram at Adventure Hunter or online at AdventureHunter.com. That's where we're at. You bet. Hey, on the other side, it's going to be Cat
2: Daddy, the Kansas Cat Man. Don't go anywhere.
1: If you've ever manscaped with a hunting knife, you're in the right place. Connect with the boys on social media and always at gymintrav.com. Stay tuned. The revolution will return right after these important messages.
0: High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com.
1: Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Now here's our catfish and guru, the proprietor of the beanhole, and a man with over 250 pairs of overalls, Cat Daddy. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Here are the boys.
2: Hey, we're back. We're talking Conquer the Wild on this week's show. And uh, before the break, we have Brandon Dillson. He's the co-host
3: of Adventure Hunter on Sportsman's Channel. But our next guest, Ben, he can conquer anything. That's right. He does not live in a van down by the river. This is Cat Daddy. He wants to. This man owns the water. He walks on water as long as it is shallow and Mr- frozen. Mr. <laughs> Cat Daddy, how's it going, buddy?
10: Well, it's going good, boy. You talk about wild. Man, the last three days we've had, man, uh, just rain, rain, rain everything's up the river's up eight feet the creeks are up shooting out of the banks The catfish is man it's just going crazy oh you didn't cow. have
2: any uh, bank poles in the water before the water came up did you
10: well it's a daggone good thing no i didn't they sure been under the water now
3: <laughs> yeah now you remember a couple <laughs> years ago you said you were able, like, I forget, there was a ton of rain. There's also a lot of devastation from it, but you were able to get into some areas that normally you could never go. Is that going to oh, happen yeah. again? Ab- ab- absolutely. Yeah. So you think that's going to happen again? Open up some new opportunities, some areas?
10: Oh, oh yeah, boys. It, it, it's a uh, man. You, you can get out on that river right now. If you can duck and dodge in the trees. Because it's still on the rise. And, man, it's, it? it's getting real high. Probably three, four feet underneath the railroad bridge here. Ooh. That's my marker spot down there. It's, it, it's just crazy high. But, you know, you can always tell when the river is still on the rise because it, it's got trash, trees, you know, uh, Volkswagens, refrigerators, everything <laughs> floating down the river from one bank to the other. Oh, my when it's like that, it's, it's still on the rise now. This is good info because you need to know this if you're a river boy. And when the river starts to mellow out a little bit, all the trash should go to one side. That's the current side, Oh. the natural current side. Then when all the trash dissipates from the natural current side, she's done rising. And it's just a good high flow, nice and clean. Mm-hmm. All the trash is gone. Okay, oh, now smart. how
2: long does it take for all of that trash to become habitat for big cats?
10: Well, I tell you what, uh, when all that trash is coming down like that, it's stacking. I mean, just stacking and racking in places, you know, where it gets stuck one causes a little bump or something in there, around the bend or something, a tree gets stuck in there good, in between some concrete rocks or something, and then it, it just starts building building and building
3: until the next big rain comes in, then it just worsens it all away. Oh, my goodness. Now, when that water kind of, you know, let's say gets stagnant, stays at pool level, whatever it is now, the new norm for a while, is that when the fishing is super hot? And does it oh, die yeah, off? Man.
10: It, 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 you know, you, you catch it on the rise, but you got to be careful. Yeah. If you're setting lines and stuff like that because it's still rising. Dangerous. So when, you know, when it rises like this and it's on a, uh, an uphill beat like that, you need to set your lines, you know, two to three feet higher than you usually do. So, uh, you know, in case it rises up, you'll still be able to find them. Otherwise, you need you know, about a 10 foot rod so you can get in there and hook on a hook on the bottom and pull them lines back up so you can see what kind of big cat you got on the end of the line.
2: Yeah, I know you like to fish the river for those trophy cats, but say so you've got a guide trip going out, I mean, you can always go to Banner Creek or one of the other lakes and uh, not have that problem, can't you?
10: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. As a matter of fact, that's what I do when the river's up getting crazy like it is. I uh, back up and I go to, uh, you know, maybe some smaller lakes and stuff like that. Because you go to them big lakes where you got bigger rivers like, like the Delaware, you know, and the, the Marazine, and uh, you got to be careful because it's still pumping a lot of trash into the lake in that area. Mm-hmm. Even Banner Creek, you know, the Banner Creek, I bet it's just boiling right now.
3: Mm. Wow. Now, you know, the question that we get all the time, and maybe you could fill our listeners in, Cat Daddy. Um, people don't know that your real name isn't Cat Daddy. It's actually Mr. Cat Daddy. Okay, Um, you know, we should. (laughs) And when you're in that boat, it's Captain Cat Daddy. (laughs) We should be using that moniker more. Um, But how long have you had the name Cat Daddy? Oh, since uh, the early 80s. Really? And
10: obviously... Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's it's pretty old moniker.
3: Yeah, so you got the name. I mean, you know, the guy that goes out there and catches dinks not going to get the name Cat Daddy. No. I mean, you got the name from hooking up with some monsters, right?
10: Oh, absolutely, you know, and uh, some of the stories, you know, that I... I can tell you, it just, you know, set you down now, let me
3: tell you. Raise the hair on the back of your neck. So we want to hear those stories, and the best place to hear them is on the boat, on the river with you, buddy. Do you have anything available?
10: Yeah, we got a few openings left. I've been pretty booked up here lately, then the rain hits like this, and it just makes people want to go fishing even more. So, yeah, I got a few openings. I got a few openings.
3: Where can we find you online?
10: www.catdaddyguideservices.com.
2: Yeah, and if you'd like to show them your latest and greatest uh, big floater down the river, uh, you can send them an email at catdaddy underscore one at
3: msn.com and when he says big floater it's not something in the <laughs> toilet okay <laughs> I think we were all thinking that one <laughs> alright Mr. Cat Daddy oh by the I, way I wasn't you weren't no uh, this is brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine at h-i-m-t-n jerky.com Mr. Cat Daddy we love you buddy you're the ultimate
10: you know what they say man hell or high water and we got plenty of high water
1: <laughs> the dove killing big buck shooting python skinning Mrs. Bunny's fish grilling tips are brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings.
4: Fish that doesn't stick. Grilled fish is healthy and delicious, but it can be tough to grill. However, with the right preparation, you can avoid a grilling disaster. First, preheat your grill to high and then clean the grates thoroughly. This will avoid sticking. Next, let your fish sit for 5 to 10 minutes to bring it to room temperature. Then oil your fish generously on each side, season it to taste, and put it down on the grill skin side first. For every one inch of thickness, grill your fish 7 to 8 minutes and then flip once halfway through. Use a fish spatula and gently lift the edges first to see if the flesh has been released and is ready for removal.
1: This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Luckily, you can't smell this show over the radio. But if you want to imagine it, it smells like energy drinks, cabbage, hot dogs, dog food, and chewing tobacco. Yum. Stick around. The boys will continue right after these messages.
9: How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. Create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior
7: Travel, and use the code word radio. 800 570 9631. 800 570 9631. That's 800 570 9631. The rules are simple Biggest spot Fish wins the challenge. But that doesn't mean the game is easy.
8: I mean, that fish, like, it it just owns you. Like, I don't know what else to do.
7: Does Scott have it in the bag?
9: Oh, boy! It's a big...
7: Or will he be beat at his own game? I'm ready to go to war. I know. Because bragging rights are serious.
9: Oh my gosh, giant. Absolutely huge! You said look like a crazy man.
7: The Scott Martin Challenge, Sunday mornings at 10.30 Eastern, only on Sportsman Channel. My Outdoor TV is now available on all your favorite devices. With the best hunting, fishing, and shooting shows ever made, it's the ultimate streaming service for real-life outdoor adventures. My Outdoor TV is packed with over 10,000 exclusive episodes powered by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. The leaders in outdoor entertainment. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Start your free trial today. My Outdoor TV, now everywhere.
2: Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this
4: is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real.
1: This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week.
4: What the hell are you still doing here?
1: Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, this was a great show this week, talking about conquering the wild
2: with uh, Captain uh, Mike Anderson of Real Animals. Yeah, that was
3: very good. Brandon Nelson as well, Adventure Hunter, and a Cat Daddy was here. Great, great show. This was so much fun. Jimbo, last word. Hey, last word is get out there and go fishing. And, of
2: course, uh, remember Memorial Day coming up for all of the uh, servicemen and women that have served and uh, are no longer with us. That got sad, uh, you know. Okay,
3: uh, that's a short story with a sad ending. Anyways, get outdoors this weekend, take some kiddos with you, and hammer home firearm safety, and try to stay positive, folks. Uh, we need it right now. We'll return next week, which is Memorial Day oh, weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, God bless you, peace out. We love you so much in the USA. Rules it rules.